Hey everybody, welcome to season 5 of Just Talk With Gay. I'm here, and so is my sidekick. Woohoo! And also our guest. So let's get started. Who's on today's show? Today we are beginning the new season with our special guest, Cameron Fines. Man, this is going to be great. I can't wait to hear his story. Absolutely. But before we get started with the show, let's give a shout out to our sponsors who are back. Fade Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia. Here to those who love intoxicating styles. And BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on the lives of young entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. And Link PR is definitely the missing link to your success in the entertainment industry. I'm glad Fade Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR are all back for another season. Absolutely. Now then, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and as always, enjoy the show! Cameron, welcome to the show. We're glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gabe. Gabe, I am so excited to be here. You have no idea. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being on. All right. So let's jump into it. Yeah. Can you tell us how you got started as a life coach? Well, that is an excellent question. I think back in 2007, I started doing personal development for myself. And then I also started helping out with personal development in for teens. And I did that for a number of years. And then I started the Tony Robbins organization in 2010 with his first course, Unleash the Power Within. And I was fascinated by what Tony did and how he helped people. And I always wanted to help people And I always felt like I was missing that final step to make the lasting change or to make the the change stick. So I finally, after naturally coaching for years, I coached my daughter's uh, soccer team for three or four years. I, I coached a little bit of hockey, but to become a certified life coach, I did that in 2018 and finally got my certification. However, I just always enjoyed coaching and helping people out. And then I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, you know, and charge people for it, I need to have some letters behind my name. So I got certified in 2018. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. A bit of a side note. How was it coaching soccer? <laughs> you know what? Uh, to make a long story short, my, my daughter Paige in grade eight, she wanted to play soccer and there was so many kids that they had an A and a B team. And I went out to watch, a game, her first game on the weekend, and the B team didn't have a coach. Oh, no. and I'm like, what? That's not fair. And the parents were just helping out. So Monday morning, I went in to the athletic director of the school and said, hey, how come the kids don't have a coach? You know, that's not really fair. And he's like, well, thank you so much for volunteering. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got appointed and ended up coaching for four years. And it was amazing and challenging at the same time because we had girls from the ages of 14 to 19 so oh wow wow. that it was awesome actually I really enjoyed that that was great I played soccer but I think the end of my soccer career I got hit in the face with the ball and I was like nope I'm done the end yeah 
That Ouch. was yeah. yeah. Yikes. That was it. Like mid game. I was oh. like, no, no, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. <Bye-bye." laughs> That's yeah, definitely the smart idea there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, luckily there was some similarities between soccer with offense and defense to ice hockey. So that really helped out. But I'd never played organized soccer or or you know, had anything really to do with it other than at school. So I hear you. Kicked in the face is not fun. Yeah, that nope. was it. No, not it. <laughs> yeah. right. So as a life coach, if you could narrow it down, what is the one thing you want people to take away from your coaching in general? You know what? There's many things. If I was to narrow it down, I'd like to say that there's nothing wrong with people. You know what? Like, you're fine. And that as we grow older, we just get other, sometimes we take on other people's beliefs and create these stories that aren't true. That's so, yeah, I love to talk to people, you know, that there is nothing wrong with you. Since, since um, you know, COVID and the last three, three, four years, stress, anxiety, depression, all these labels are going rampant and it's like, stop labeling yourself. There's, you know, like you can get back to your true nature of who you are, which I think is so important. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What has been the one experience that has shaped your life so far? Wow. You know (laughs) what? Um, I've been blessed with many, many, many experiences and I would say, again, the personal development is so important. As you know, if we're not growing, we're dying. And going to Florida in 2010 and taking Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within course and walking on fire as a metaphor for if you can walk on fire, what else can you do in in your life? That really started me on a path of the personal growth, which led to coaching. I mean, that's really shaped me. I've got a, just a hunger to help people, a hunger to keep growing, learning. And of course, a a hunger, I really want to help others as well. So that starting with the Tony Robbins organization really shaped me. Uh, And especially his program, it's going to sound like an ad for Tony Robbins, which it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's just been a big part of my life over the last 11 years. Uh, going to his co- uh, his program in Fiji, Life and Wealth Mastery, is where I really shifted and changed my identity. So that's really what makes change stick is when you change your identity. So that was a huge game changer for me. Wow, now that's pretty interesting. Okay. Walking on fire. Well, yeah, walking on fire. And then can you tell us like tell us more about changing your identity? And then we'll get back to the walking on fire. Yeah. I, I have to know <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, how do, you, how do you change your identity? So a simple, that's a great question. And, and for me, changing my identity was getting back to the truth of who I was. And I had a real um, amazing experience where I woke up one morning and I just like broke down and I, and I remembered myself as a as a young boy, you know, getting off the school bus and and playing and running down the driveway. And and I just realized that 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 still that young boy is inside of me. 
and there was nothing wrong with me, you know, and, and typically who I was stemmed from that, that young boy that grew into a man. So taking on the identity of, you know what, I'm healthy. I, I use my body as a vehicle for health and wealth and knowledge. And, and it's something that you shape and you want to take on that positive identity. So you're labeling yourself with a positive identity versus a, a label of, oh, I'm anxious, I'm stressed, I'm depressed, I'm, you know, letting those negative things become part of your identity. I wish I could say you just have to snap your fingers and flick a switch <laughs> and you can change your identity. However, that's that's really what makes the change stick is changing who you are. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's... Now, okay, part of that, tell us about the fire. Oh, yeah, the fire. Right, right. <laughs> and, and, and I'll just add to that, too. Like, like Gabe, you're, you amaze me because you are always evolving your identity, right? Like you've gone from an actor to hosting a podcast. And then your mom said you just, you know, wrote and directed and acted in a movie, right? Like, so right. that's, exactly. that's part of your identity that, that can keep growing and evolving. Oh, that's, yeah, that is awesome. It is awesome. It wasn't on fire yet. Uh, that might hurt. <laughs> yeah. you can, so it, it's, so back to the fire, they spend literally a day and a half building a massive fire in the parking lot of whatever conference center the event's held at. So they have a whole wow. fire team of about 40 or 50 people. And then they set up fire lanes, depending on the size of the event, they did one, um, the first live event Tony's done in years since COVID started was in November in Florida. And I want to say there was roughly 9,000 people there. So we had 33 fire lanes. Oh and my goodness. yeah, as a trainer for Tony Robbins, I get to lead the fire lane. And then I have a team nice. of people with me. And then the fire team sets the fire lane up. They literally put the hot coals uh down on the ground and they sit there and make sure they're like it's no joke it's no trick it's it's actual hot coals oh and my gosh. tony spends the day getting you into a peak state and when you're in this peak state you are able to uh you know it, it's like people that lie on beds of nails and all this sort of stuff but it, it's getting into a peak state and then having a set procedure and practice for walking across the fire and it's literally a metaphor again for if you can walk across hot coals and fire what else can you do in your life so it's 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 super cool i would highly recommend it okay i'm not gonna take you up on that one but i believe you yeah i believe you we too. believe you we, we believe, believe you too. come on hey i'm telling you taking a soccer ball to the face is worse than walking on coals <laughs> That's true. That, that is, is true. that is true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Cameron. You know, you've done this for for a really long time, and I think you've touched on this a little bit. But what are some of the things that you've learned before as a life coach, as opposed to now? Like before I started life coaching, or, right? Before right. when you first started, as opposed to to now. I guess I didn't know what I didn't know. Again, even though. As adults, you know, I had some fears around that. Like, would I be able to actually help people? And then your your small brain or your primal brain is going, well, geez, what if what if I can't help this person? What if 
What if the coaching session goes bad? What is, you know, am I really skilled enough to help somebody? So before I started the coaching, you know, I, I wish I would have taken the certification, obviously, six, seven, eight years ago. So as a side note, you know, taking action on your dreams is really important. That's true. Right. Yeah. So that was, I guess, a fear I had. Again, and not having my identity solidified that, yeah, I can be an awesome life coach. You know, that that's in me. I can do it. And so after starting life coaching, I, I got some clients and I started helping people and I'm going, oh my gosh, like this, the coaching really works. Like, and I'm, I'm making a difference and they're saying, wow, great job coaching. So some of us know internally that they're great at things and others, others need to hear it externally. So I need that external validation sometimes to really understand you know, your greatness. And, and some people just get it and others need to be told they're great. Does that make sense? That makes, yeah, sense. That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Have uh, you ever been stumped as a life coach? Dumped? You mean like... No, uh, no, no that's dumped. 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 Oh, oh, I thought you were talking like as if, you know, I was dating a girl and she... No, dumped. no, no. <laughs> that would suck too, but... That would suck. <laughs> Have you ever been stumped? You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. And... I don't know if stumped is the right word. However, sometimes you have to do a different approach. So you can tell when you're getting results with people by, you know, their body language, what they're saying, their tone. And you might go at a challenge one way and, and not be getting the results. And you've got to keep working at it or do a different approach. So absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of challenges you know, people may have taken um, 10, 20, 30 years to build up this belief. So one session, like I said, I wish I could change your identity or, or fix everything at the snap of the fingers, but it could take a few sessions and definitely some, some work by the client to change that. Okay. That okay. makes, yeah, def definitely makes, definitely sense, makes sense because yeah. people sometimes need, like you said, a different approach to things or they're just not getting it. It's just not clicking, but take a different approach. Take that, a different approach. Yeah. Like me and yeah. math. Math and yeah. I just get along. So you can take any approach in math and still get the wrong answer. That's, That's true. Just... Yeah, for sure. And I yeah. always do like a, a free 30 minute session with a potential client so that I make sure that that's in my wheelhouse, that that's something I can deal with, you know? So right. if it's not, if it's not something that I know I can help them with, I'll refer them or find another resource. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, if you could collaborate on your work with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Well, again, I don't want this to sound like an advertisement, <laughs> but I think I know the answer. It's going to be Tony Robbins, right? Like, uh -huh. right. Uh, the... Tony Robbins and Chloe Madonis are the course that I took. And actually she is brilliant with um, coaching and psychology. So that would be the obvious choice. I kind of wonder what Freud would be like. Like I've heard he was, you know, really eccentric and out there and maybe even on drugs at times. So that <laughs> might be interesting. I don't know if I want to collaborate with Freud, but 
that it might be, be kind of interesting experience. interesting yeah. to have a session with them yeah for <laughs> sure right everyone has life challenges what have been yours and how have you worked to overcome it i tell you what gabe since we're being honest here i'm having a life challenge as we speak mm-hmm. um it, it is and I bought a business in Steamboat, Colorado, and I've owned businesses before in other countries. And I did a lot of research before I bought the business. However, I missed a couple of things. So the business is short staffed. Our office got flooded, COVID happened again. You know, we have all these challenges. So it turns out I've had to instead of managing the business remote, which is what my plan was, I've had to be here in person like way, way, way more than what I expected. So I'm away from my wife, uh, my kids, the dogs, the cats, way more than I wanted to. So that's a huge challenge. When you're with your soulmate, the woman you love, and you have to keep leaving her, it's not real fun. Right. Right. However, I'm very blessed in that, as you know, with modern technology, you can FaceTime all the time. And when I'm there, you can make that time count twice as much. So, so there's ways to, you know, work around that, but sometimes it still sucks. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a bit of Absolutely. a challenge. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you've been instrumental in the Page Parks team leadership camps. Can you tell us about those and what your role in it is? Yeah, I have so much admiration for Paige Parks. I actually just texted her this morning to thank her because obviously that's how you and I got connected. Right. And uh, I'm just super grateful for her. And basically in 2019, I, I was picking up the kids from their acting camp and I saw the sign on the wall saying, team leadership camp, no perfect people allowed. And I just mentioned to Caitlin, I said, hey, I wouldn't mind volunteering and helping out with that if you guys need a hand. And she said, I'll introduce you to Paige. And I met Paige and kind of the rest is history. So um, together, we formulated a program for teens to help them, you know, get some skills and tools to navigate what I think is a way more challenging world than when I was a teenager. So I guess my role would be kind of facilitator, presenter, coach at that program as well. And uh, Paige and her, her team do an excellent job. And again, we we keep evolving and growing the program. Um, but but it's, it, it's really, again, just to help the teens navigate these really challenging times of social media and everything else they're dealing with. That's true. I don't think I'd want to be a teen nowadays. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. You know, when I was a teenager, you would get judged at school, maybe on your clothing or what you wore, or there was some bullying going on, but now it's 24 seven, you know, 24 seven on the phones. And we've gone into a comparison society. So everybody's comparing to the best of the best that put only their great stuff on on social media. Nobody's putting the days when they're crying and don't want to get out of bed, right? It's always look at how great my life is. Right. It's not all it's not all what it's cracked up to be. It's not all real. Yeah. Now going right. off of that, 
what do you hope that teens take away from their time at the leadership camp? I hope that they take away skills to manage themselves. And likely one of the most important one of those skills is your state management. And understanding that you are in charge of your emotions and and your brain, right? Like if I say, if you and I know you would never do this, but if Gabe, if you and your mom say, Cameron, you're a horrible guest, right? I can make the choice to go, boy, Gabe and his mom sure are out there, aren't they? Or I could (laughs) say, my gosh, you know, Gabe and his mom really upset me. They didn't like me as a guest. And that's giving, you know, you the power over my mind, which, which isn't the case. Right. So I really want teens to know that, that they're in control of their state of their experience in life. and, And they can choose that experience and they can choose to be, in, in a great state and get those skills and tools when life happens that you can navigate that and that you're going to be okay, you know, and you don't end up um, in a horrible, anxious, stressed out, depressed place, you know? So yeah, there's, there's lots of skills and tools that we teach at teen leadership to do that. I think that's definitely important work that you're doing. I definitely, I agree mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. And Paige of course teaches the, seven habits of highly effective teens, which, uh, you know, those are game changers in the 40 plus years that she's been working with talents that, uh, she's got some real nuggets too. So it's, it's fantastic to see Paige teach as well. Right. That's awesome. It is. We're going to go on a bit of a commercial break. Would you stay with us, Cameron, for the fun round? Oh, I thought we were already in the fun round. Yeah, for sure. Let's go the fun round. We're going to get really crazy here next. All right. <laughs> okay, let's do it. All right, we'll be right back, guys. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back. If you have not downloaded anger.fm. Do it. Do it. Start making your own podcast today. And let's get back into the show. The fun round. All righty. So what is your favorite city and why? Whoa, favorite city. Well, I tell you what, if you just want pure entertainment, I'm not much of a gambler, but Las Vegas has incredible food and incredible shows. I really like the comedy clubs and the Cirque du Soleil shows. So that's the first fun one that comes to mind. Uh, I would love to, my wife and I were just talking about this yesterday we would love to go, you know, to Europe and do Italy and Greece yeah. and do the tourism over there and do the, do the, all the museums and all the fun stuff over there. But as a quick answer, if you have a bad time in Vegas, I think there's something wrong with you. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Vegas is a blast. Just to sit and people watch. That's what oh, yeah. I love yeah. people watching. I love people watching. Me too. All right. If money was no object, what would you buy? You know what? Again, that is a challenging one. If money was no object, what would I buy? I always, I know there's some standard answers there. And I I wonder if I need real estate in the metaverse or not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I do. No, no, no. no. (laughs) I don't think I need real estate in the metaverse. But yeah, I would love to buy like a sanctuary somewhere i'm not sure where a sanctuary where i could have like a transformation center where we could do 
you know, sort of what we do at the leadership camp on a larger scale where you might have yoga classes and martial arts classes and health and have gardens of Eden and all this fun stuff. So if money were no object, I would create a serious sanctuary, possibly in Fiji, possibly in Hawaii. Like we're talking a hundred acres spread of just pure awesome sauce. Oh yeah, I'm there. Uh-huh. You'll look up, you'll say, um, you've been here now six months. Can you leave? Are you not? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Where maybe we would run leave? programs there and train actors and just do all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, that sounds, awesome. sounds that sounds awesome. Like I said, yeah, better idea than me. Like the other day I saw someone bought like a dinosaur skeleton. And I'd be like, Yeah, I want one. Yeah, you would. Yeah. I would get one. You would do that. I would get one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm okay not having a dinosaur skeleton, but that's why we're all unique and we all have our unique identities. That's true. That's it's like, true. where would you put it? I don't know. I'd figure it out. Okay. I just want one. <laughs> all right, Cameron, would you rather dance like nobody is watching or watch the person dance? So I love this question. And funny that you mentioned this. Two mornings ago, Sometimes the mood just strikes me and I would rather dance myself. Part of my morning ritual is listening to uplifting music. And there are many mornings when I break into personal dance-offs with myself. So (laughs) I think it's really important to move your body, to dance, to rock out. What's the point of watching someone else dance? You know, you're just sitting there. Let's move our bodies and have some fun and, and dance with yourself. There you go. There you go. Now, see, when I'm on the, here dancing around, don't make fun of me. I'm just going to sit and watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna... yeah, yeah. So maybe Gabe's a watcher and you're the dancer. Yeah, there you team. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which fictional character will be on the top of your list to meet? That is an easy one. There's many, but who doesn't want to meet Yoda? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to sit down with Yoda and have him teach me the ways of the force, use some energy. And there's many times, not only would I love to levitate, but I'd like to just bring objects to me. Oh, yes. That would be very easy. (laughs) That would be fun. Just bring everything. Then I have to move. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Yoda is on the top of my list, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know everybody, I know they all love baby Yoda and... He doesn't talk, so I don't want to, I mean, I'd rather meet Yoda when he had all his skills and is a little older. Yeah, baby Yoda is cute, but big Yoda. Yeah. And then I'd be taller than him, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd be all stoked for that. (laughs) Oh, that's good. What is the most ridiculous thing that you've ever believed? Wow. I mean, oh, the most ridiculous thing I've ever believed. I gotta, you know what, there's so much on social media and so much craziness. Um, I'll tell you the most ridiculous thing I didn't believe. Okay. How's that? Because yeah, that that works. works. Does that work too? Because I'm having a challenge with that one. But before COVID started, my neighbor came over and he goes, yeah, I got a friend that's in the CIA. And he's telling me that We need to stock up on toilet paper and food and supplies and that things are going to get really crazy. Uh, Gas up your vehicles and all that. And being from Canada, I'm like, whatever, this guy (laughs) is nuts. 
Like, what right. is, you know, I didn't know my neighbor very well. And I'm like, this guy's psycho. Uh, so I didn't believe him at all. Because who, like, why would we need to stock up on toilet paper? And then, sure enough, uh, the whole COVID thing hit. And he was right. So that was the craziest thing that there's no way I, I believe that. But right. in hindsight, I, he had a pretty good answer. Yeah, he had the intel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can safely say that I didn't believe it either until it happened. Well, you? I believed. Yes, and I, I had thought you were, paper and paper I thought towel you were for crazy. Days. You opened up the closet and I just got buried with all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> why did you buy so much toilet paper? Well, and I couldn't believe I'd never been to a grocery store and there not be any toilet paper. It's like, exactly. we're not going to die. If we don't have toilet paper, we're not going to die. We can still live without it. Why are we talking about? True. <laughs> true. <laughs> okay. What was the last movie you watched in theater? Oh. You know what? I went to Thor and... For me, it was just okay. okay. But Top Gun, wow. I want to go see that one again. So I did see Thor when it came out. And it, I'm, I'm a big Thor fan. Like, I like Thor. Don't get me wrong. I just thought it... I'm Being a little bit old school, I have a little bit of trouble with, you know, the, the computer-generated stuff. Right. And, right. And whatnot. Uh, however... I, re I remember being in, what was that, 86? So I would have been in grade 11 when Top Gun came out, and it was the coolest movie ever. And waiting 36 years or whatever it was for the sequel was cool. I thought that was, I thought that was really well done, the Top Gun movie. I have, still yeah. have to see it. I have to see it in the third one in another 36 years. <laughs> Mom, you got to go. Come I on. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you could take five things to a desert island, what would they be? Well, I know the first one would be water. Yeah. You got to have water. And is there cell service on this desert island or not? Sure. We've sure. had crazy answers. We, you yeah. <laughs> we have had some crazy answers. So, yes, there is cell service. Okay. Well, then I guess you'll need some form of communication. Uh, I'm going to need food, right? right. So right. water, food. Food. Isn't that funny how we think of the cell phone before food? <laughs> <laughs> so water, food, cell phone. I'm on the fence if I take toilet paper or not. Probably not. <laughs> I can send you cell something. Don't worry. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Cell phone, food. Uh, maybe could I take like a boat with me to the desert island? Would yes. that be yes. smart? Yes. That would be very yeah. smart. Yeah, so I'm going to take a boat so I can get off it, and I'm going to take my wife, because I think that would be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be. Yeah, so, so I'm going to take a boat, my wife, some food, some water, and a cell phone. That's, 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 that's some good answers, yeah, actually. That's some good answers. Yeah, she, she might want me to bring but... the toilet. Huh? She, huh? Might want me to, she might want me to bring the toilet paper, so... Yeah, I might have to pack that. <laughs> you could put that in the boat. There yeah. you go. I could put it in the boat, boat. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Then people like airplane. Yeah, one person did say an airplane. Like just drop a whole like, airplane on it. Okay. There we go. There you yeah, go. You can smart. get off anytime you want. That works. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. What period would you travel back to if you were given a time machine? You know what? You guys have some fantastic questions. And the first thing that comes to mind is I'd like to travel back to the period when I was in high school and I was a teenager and have a good, hard, long talk with myself. 
you know? That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And just to, you know, kind of like a back to the future type thing, but when you're allowed to talk to yourself, right? you could say, yeah, let's go, go down this path and do more of this and don't be afraid of this and, and just give yourself some good life advice. I think that would be really fun. Uh, and then if there's another time period that I would go back to, again, the, the 80s, I really did enjoy the 80s and early 90s. Um, I, I think I'd be okay going back to that. That would be fun. That it would. Be fun. Okay. And so, I'm, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to just say, what are some of the songs that make you sing along whenever you hear them? Well, I've just discovered Greta Van Fleet. And I they sound like Led Zeppelin. And there's a song called The Highway Song, Greta Van Fleet. Okay. Uh, so I'll check that out if you want to get in a really peak state. Big fan of the Foo Fighters. So I am too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I and my daughter tells me they're auditioning for a new drummer. So I think if I practice every day for the next three years. <laughs> I might be able to, <laughs> I might be able to audition for the Foo Fighters as a drummer. But yeah, anything Foo Fighters gets me in a great state. Um, and a lot of the songs, I have to hear them, and I can't tell you the name and title that I like them. But definitely anything Foo Fighters, uh, Greta Van Fleet is my new jam as well. Those are both a lot of fun. Okay, I'm gonna have to look up Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah. for sure, and just play it loud. Okay, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Where is your all-time dream vacation? Oh, man. I really enjoy going to Hawaii, but not my all-time dream vacation. The all-time dream vacation would be... I've never been... Okay, I love to travel, so this is challenging to narrow down. I would love to take my wife and go back to Australia Australian people are so amazing. That whole East Coast of Australia is fantastic. And I'd also like to do Europe. I, uh, I haven't done, my daughter and I want to go to Europe just to eat the food. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Italy, Greece, all those landmarks, that history over there would be really cool. And I think as I, I don't know when I'm going to mellow out. However, there's places where you can go and take like a, a lesson to become a captain to sail a boat and like going through the Bahamas or some sort of tropical place like that on a sailboat, I think would be a lot of fun. I'm just, yeah. I'm just too revved up right now. I got too much energy. The sailboat's a little slow. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I could travel by sailboat. I want to get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I, too slow. But, I know in my future, I'm going to relax more and kumbaya on the sailboat vacation. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have one person to give a super shout out to. Who is it? And why did you pick them? If I had one person to give a super shout out to? Right now, whoever you want, give them a super oh, shout out. Man, Paige Parks is the first one that comes to mind. I was actually thinking of about this this morning again she put us together i wouldn't be on your podcast without her but then i was thinking this morning i mean she discovered angelina jolie channing tatum right. all sorts of models and actors how much joy has that woman given 
to literally hundreds of thousands of people that enjoy their movies and, and their fashion and their clothes. And not to mention how many kids has she influenced and helped out in a 43 or 44 year career? I am absolutely floored by that woman with the energy and what she is still doing uh, for teens. So I think we need to give Paige Parks a huge shout out because it, uh, yeah, not many businesses survive that long. And I can't think of anyone else right off the top of my head who would have influenced hundreds of thousands like she has. She's such a uh, beautiful soul. Absolutely. So yeah. we'll give our shout out to Paige. Hey, Paige. Hello. Hey, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the one piece of advice you would give to people in general? The one piece of advice that you would give to people in general. Stop labeling yourself with things that don't serve you. Right? Like right. getting back Absolutely. to the beginning of the, of the podcast. Shape your identity with labels that serve you not that disempower you and and create these challenges in our life and i'm not saying that there isn't legitimate um ptsd out there that there isn't legitimate stress and anxiety however uh um my my daughter the other day said oh my friend and her boyfriend broke up and she has ptsd and i'm like in my generation, you were sad, you know, you're going to be upset over a breakup, but you right. don't have PTSD. Right. Um, but, you know, everyone's definition is different. But my general advice would be that you are still that perfect child that you were brought into this world as. And you just got to rediscover that person if, if you're having challenges, you know, just just create an identity that serves you. Don't take on these labels. Um, that that really aren't going to serve you or you know get help again i know that the stress the anxiety the the mental health has has really increased especially in teens with all that they have to deal with there's help out there get help you know there's people that can empower you and help you with your challenges and don't take on those labels that don't serve you that's great advice. That's great advice, definitely. Yeah. In addition to all that you have going on, what's next for you? Well, that is a great question. Uh, I'm in I'm in Steamboat here now as we talk, uh, working on the business here. So that's that's been a big project. I'm actually going for the first time again, not to make it sound like a Tony Robbins commercial, but he's got a business. <laughs> he's got a business mastery event that he does twice a year and he's now doing a hybrid event he built a studio in florida like a nine million dollar studio so that he can do 12 14 000 people on zoom and see them all in the studio and he added like 500 seats to the studio so i'm really blessed that i got invited to his studio in florida to help facilitate his business mastery event next or this month in august Oh, that's so, going to be yes. awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I've never seen the studio. And, and again, since COVID hit, he only does, well, yeah, last, last November, 
at the the UPW in Florida. It was his first live event in three years. So I'm super excited to be going there to Florida to check out his studio and, and help the participants that he invites there. That's going to be awesome. It is. And it's in Florida. Who doesn't like Florida? Exactly. I know. It's <laughs> good. What is the one thing you want our audience to know about you? Wow. The one thing I want your audience to know about me. You know, I just, I just did a global youth leadership summit team camp, uh, which we've been, it's been going on for quite a while. And they talked about at the beginning of the camp, what's your superpower? Like, what's your superpower? And I was thinking about that. And I'm like, you know what? I think my superpower is that I'm empathetic, caring, and understanding. So that, again, part of the reason I love to coach is because I care about people and their health and their mental health and and them living the life they deserve. So I am super passionate about helping people live the life they deserve and my superpower is just having that that empathy, that understanding, that caring, so that I can help coach people to where they need to be. That's a great superpower. That is yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. What's your superpower, Gabe? Uh, good question. I don't really know, I guess. <laughs> what if you did know? Mm, that's a good question. That is a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like, I guess the ability to juggle dozens of things at once. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's true. That's a a great superpower. Definitely. And then my final question to you is, where can people find you on social media? Oh, yeah. I've got an Instagram page, which is yourcoachcam, Y-O-U-R, coachcam. That's my Instagram. And I know it's for old people. However, I am on Facebook with Coach Cam <laughs> as well. So I'm not sure if your audience is younger or what teens called older, meaning over 25 probably. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I have a Facebook as well. So yeah, I, I really use social media sporadically, um, but I always check my messages and stuff on there. So you can always check me out there for sure. Okay, okay, awesome. Well, Cameron, thank you so much for joining us today. We have really enjoyed having you on the show. You know what? It's my pleasure. I really appreciate being part of your show. And I wish you great success with, what is this, season five? Yep, yep. season, season five. five. Great success with season five. I Such a pleasure being on your show. And uh, I look forward to us meeting in person again soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks thank so, you much, so much, Cam. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Did you enjoy Coach Cam? I know we did. What's your superpower? Let me know. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.